Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. For the first time in seven games, the Pittsburgh Penguins were held without a point in the standings against their bitter rival, the Washington Capitals, falling by a final score of 4-3 to three at PPG Paints Arena to kick off the year of 2024. The Penguins, they came out sleepwalking in this one, and that ended up being the determining factor in the game. First 13 minutes of the night did not look good in any facet of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Tristan Jari was a little shaky from the moment that it began. Ryan Graves had probably his worst performance in a Pittsburgh Penguins uniform, and that is saying something. P.O. Joseph was trying to get his feet underneath him. So, too, was Brian Rust in their first games back after long absences for different reasons. And the Pittsburgh Penguins looked completely disjointed at the start of this game. And it put them down by a final or by a score of three to nothing in the first 13 minutes. And at that point in time, Mike Sullivan called a timeout, pulled Tristan Jari and gave it to the Pittsburgh Penguins on the bench, absolutely berating them using his timeout just 13 minutes into this game. And from that point on, I mean, the Pittsburgh Penguins played a pretty good game from then on. And I think my final takeaway from these two teams from this night is the Pittsburgh Penguins, as long as they're not playing the worst hockey that they've played all season, they're a far better team and a far superior team than the Washington Capitals. You saw that in the final 46 minutes or or so of this game. The Penguins just absolutely dominated. And to be completely honest, if it wasn't for two missed opportunities in the first period that should have been surefire goals, the Penguins would have walked away with two points in this one. At the end of the day, the Washington Capitals got the victory and and kudos to them as I'll talk about in the third period they were able to do it the correct way the way that you need to do it as a road team with holding on to a one goal lead they dumped the puck in deep they played it well they made sure that their goaltender wasn't allowed to you know, forced to make second, third, fourth chances. They did a good job of protecting him in the net, and that's the luxury of having a four-goal lead early in a game. So at the end of the day, the Penguins, I think the biggest thing was, one, you came out like you were an AHL team going up against the defending Stanley Cup champions, which was not the case. That got them behind the eight ball right away, and even when they started to pick up momentum in the first period, they would just do something that would deflate them completely once again. The Jeff Carter opportunity, when they actually beat Darcy Kemper, the puck was behind them, it was loose, everybody saw it, and Jeff Carter, instead of stopping at the front of the net, what you're taught to do from midget hockey on, he skates over the puck, isn't able to go back and get it. It's a mental lapse, it's a mistake, and Jeff Carter, who's played some pretty good hockey over the last couple weeks, makes a really bad mistake, and it ends up costing the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I know at that point you say, all right, well, there were 50 minutes left in the game. They were down 3 to nothing. so how big could that have been? Well, as you can see when the game played out, it ended up being absolutely massive. Another mental lapse later in the period, Sidney Crosby brings the puck in on a re-entry, but unfortunately, Ricard Raquel is just a hair offside. They allowed the play to go on. Chad Ruedel scores his first goal of the season, or so he thought. At the end of the day, it gets waved off again and it continues to be three to nothing. And again, another mental lapse. The Penguins start to gain the momentum. Valtteri Pustin takes an offensive zone faceoff, the first of two offensive zone faceoff, or faceoff, offensive zone penalties, excuse me. The first of two on the night. Those are just penalties you can't take in a normal game atmosphere, especially though when you're trying to come back from a deep deficit against a division rival. You can't be taking those penalties. Pustinen takes the penalty. Alex Ovechkin ends up scoring his eighth goal of the season on the power play. They go up four to nothing. At the end of the day, that ends up being the game winning goal, but the game was far from over from that point. Let's go over to the goal recap in this one. Very busy first period. It tapered off following that, but the first period started really early in the first minute, first shift. Tom Wilson wires a shot past Tristan Jari. 
it is a perfect placement, but you would hope that Tristan Jari from that far out, nobody in front of him, you would hope that he would make that save. Hopefully January Jari is not an actual thing this year, and this was just one bad game, but that's going to be something we need to monitor. Tom Wilson's 11th goal of the season, Rasmus Sandin, and Ethan Bear get the assists on that one. Really like the addition of Ethan Bear for the Washington Capitals. A little bit later, Beck Malenstein gets his fourth goal of the season to make it 2 to nothing in favor of the Washington Capitals. Nick Dow picks up the solitary assist on that one, his third of the season. And like I mentioned, it kept rolling for the Washington Capitals in this one. Martin Ferrivari gets his second of the season. Strom and Hendricks Lapierre get the assist on that one. I liked Lapierre coming out of the draft in 2020, I believe, is when he was drafted. We were with the Hockey Podcast Network at that point. They were asking us to pick one player in a, in a mock draft. I picked Henry Lapierre. Unfortunately, he went to the Capitals, and now he picks up a secondary assist on the Pittsburgh Penguins. It comes full circle. And I mentioned Alex Ovechkin got the fourth goal of the game for the Washington Capitals. The eventual game winner for the Washington Capitals, his eighth of the season assist goes to Rasmus Sandin and Anthony Mantha on the power play. But as I mentioned, a couple opportunities. Penguins weren't able to capitalize. Finally, they do with about four seconds left in the first period of play. Ricard Raquel stays hot with an absolute laser beam to beat Darcy Kemper to get the Pittsburgh Penguins on the board, bring some life to PPG Paints Arena, and get his third goal of the season. Eric Carlson and P.O. Joseph pick up the assists on that one. Second period was all Pittsburgh Penguins, and again, they didn't have any near goals as much as they did in the first, but there were a lot of opportunities that they had, and Darcy Kemper made a couple of big saves, but also he allowed a couple of pretty big goals. Sidney Crosby scored a power play goal, his 21st total goal of the season. Assists go to Jake Gensel and Evgeny Malkin on that one. That was on the power play, which looked pretty good tonight. Two opportunities in the third period, but they weren't able to cash in, unfortunately. They also scored, not the power play, but the first line also scored late in the second period to cut the lead to 4-3. to three. Jake Gensel gets his 17th goal of the season, starting to rack up the goals as well this year. Sidney Crosby picks up an assist and passes Joe Thornton for 12th all-time on the NHL's all-time scoring list. Big night for Sidney Crosby, and Ricardo Kell picks up his second assist. Third period begins, like I mentioned, two power play opportunities for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They get the man advantage late in the game with the empty net. Just unable to put one past Darcy Kemper, unable to successfully erase that 4 to nothing deficit that they had in the first period. But other than that, honestly, I think when you look at this game, yes, it is alarming that once again this team has come out flat and it ended up costing them two very valuable points in the standings to a team that is neck and neck. I mean, both teams came into this, this night with 40 points in the standings and now the Washington Capitals sit in a playoff spot to start 2024. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Penguins sit below them and a couple teams below them with 40 points in the standings. But like I mentioned, first 13 minutes, horrible hockey, a lot of issues, certainly stuff that they need to clean up. But the remainder, the 47 minutes of ice time after that, I thought they outplayed the Washington Capitals. I thought they outclassed the Washington Capitals when it came to a talent standpoint. And I think that over time, if you had a seven-game series between these two, I think the Penguins probably win it in five or six. I mean, you can't count out Alex Ovechkin, especially in a series like that, but I do think the Pittsburgh Penguins are the better team. And going forward, hopefully that ends up showing in the standings, but you got to beat the teams that are in front of you. The Penguins just did not do that tonight. Three stars of the game. With that in mind, I don't have any Washington Capitals as my three stars. They did have a really good team effort in the third period. I noticed that they were just draining the life out of the building, draining the life out of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and draining the clock at the same time, doing a good job of getting the red line, getting the puck deep, and making sure that they were standing up at their own blue line to not allow any odd man rushes. The Penguins 
the the worst thing you could hear from John Butcher Gross tonight, and there were a lot of them. The worst thing you could hear if you were a Pittsburgh Penguins fan was, well, it's an odd man rush for the Penguins if they hurry because it never materialized into an odd man rush. The Capitals did a great job of getting back. But with that said, good team performance for them. I'm going to stick to the Pittsburgh Penguins for the three stars in this one. I think there are three players that are worthy of that in this game on the Pittsburgh Penguins side of things. Third star, Alex Nedeljkovic. He didn't have a busy night. 14 saves on 15 shots after coming in relief for Tristan Jari in the first period, but he did a really good job at settling down the game after a horrid start for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The goals were not all on Tristan Jari, the first three, but at the same time, you have to get a save at some point, and Tristan Jari did not look like he was going to get that save at some point. He was struggling. He certainly didn't look like he was on his game, and Alex Nedeljkovic did a good job of coming in, settling everything down from the back end to allow the Pittsburgh Penguins to succeed on the front end. The only goal he gave up was that power play goal to Alex Ovechkin where he was very effectively screened by Ryan Graves. Not great for 27 tonight. He did get demoted to the third pairing alongside Chad Ruedel, so we'll see if anything further comes from that in the near future. Second star of the game in this one, going to give it to Ricky Racks. Ricard Raquel, you can feel that it's starting to click for him right now. He's looking really good as of late. Seven points in seven games since returning from injury. Three of those being goals, and tonight was just a vintage, let it rip, Ricard Raquel, bar down, Shot when the Pittsburgh Penguins needed it most. Four seconds to go in the first period. If he doesn't score that goal, it could go a completely different way in this game. The, the Capitals could have won it 7 nothing. It could have been a repeat of what happened up in Toronto in December. But the Pittsburgh Penguins, they fought back. And a large part of that was Ricard Raquel once again having another stellar performance. And getting back to the game that we expect him to be playing as the first line right wing with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the first star in this game... Going to give it to Sidney Crosby. Seems like Sidney the Shiner Crosby is out there with that big bruise over his right eye and the big cut under his right eye, or is it his left eye? It's his left eye. I got mixed up when watching on television, and it uh, doesn't help that Kevin Weeks kept getting mixed up and saying it was on a different eye. But Sidney Crosby on a mission tonight for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He is an all-world athlete, all-world player. I saw a headline from Sportsnet today that said Sidney Crosby still performing at a near-elite level. I think uh, Sportsnet should get their credentials taken away for that one. Sidney Crosby is performing at an elite level at the age of 36. Need no more you know, further identification than watch the game tape tonight against the Washington Capitals. He picks up a goal, adds on an assist, and he passes Joe Thornton for 12th all-time on the NHL's all-time scoring list. So a great game from Sidney Crosby. And again, just the Penguins fall short. And that's what happens when you go out and you perform as poorly as the Pittsburgh Penguins did early in this game. It came back to bite them because at the end of the day, they outperformed them, and they probably deserved a better fate. But at the end of the day, you just you can't come out that slow, especially against a division rival, especially in the first game of a new year where you know both teams really want to start 2024 off on the right foot. Give it to Washington. They were able to shut it down in the third period. Darcy Kemper stood up when it mattered most, and they get the victory. But at the end of the day, the Pittsburgh Penguins, they really need to start to ramp things up. They have a lot of important matchups coming up. First on the schedule being a matchup against the Boston Bruins. The Atlantic Division leaders will host the Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday night. We'll see if the Penguins can get back on the winning track in that one. But that is going to do it for this episode of the Iceberg Recap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this late night edition of the Iceberg Recap. We'll be back excuse me, tomorrow with an iceberg to go. Talking a little bit, I don't know, it, it, it depends. There's a lot to dissect from this game. We also had a couple listener questions, a couple other things I want to talk about. We'll see. We'll have something for you tomorrow on Iceberg to go, but that's it for this one. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or 
anywhere you get your podcast from by just searching Tip of the Iceberg. That's going to do it for this one. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.